on today's episode of Locked On Spartans, Take Tuesday, on a Tuesday, and how far have we convinced ourselves this Michigan State team can go? Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, March 16th. The year is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my looking up all of the previous first four teams to see how well they did in the tournament co-host, Matt Sheehan. Yeah, I can tell you what they had for lunch that day, too, what they had for <laughs> breakfast the, the previous morning. Yeah, I, a lot of first four research done, Will. A lot of first been, four research done. It's been a busy day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on today's show, we are going to talk about uh, just how far we've convinced ourselves, the mental gymnastics we've done to tell ourselves, hey, this Michigan State team can make a run. So we're going to talk about that because I feel like every single person, not every single, but a lot of us are doing it. A lot of like, hey, you, just, oh, you know, you beat BYU, yeah. you could beat Texas. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that. And then we have Take Tuesday as well, segments two and three, basketball show for you. That's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every single day. Bang. All the days. That's right, Well, You got it. Every single day. All right, I want to start doing this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a tweet from somebody else that I just thought was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, go for it. Do you know who Jesse O'Brien is? Oh, yeah, fine person. Yeah, yes. Jesse's great. Yeah. Yes, former state newser, probably yeah. worked there with you. Sure did, that's right. Was a, was a journo, sports journo for a little bit before wising up and, and going elsewhere. This is from Jesse <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. All right. And so I want to describe, there's pictures and words. So the first picture is somebody covering their face in white paint, okay? Okay. And the words say, once we take care of UCLA, BYU's a great draw. Jimmer ain't walking yes. through that door. Yes. Okay? Yes. The next, the next <laughs> picture is someone who is uh, white-painted face, and now they've got some, cl- it looks like clown makeup. <laughs> you know, bright red mouth, some rosy cheeks. And some stuff on the eyes. All right. And the words say, beat the last coach to make a final four from the first four. It's almost too perfect. Then Alabama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are we sh- are we sure they're even good? Yeah, talk about it. Hey, yeah. Down then, here for the SEC. <laughs> the, next, the next picture is the person, full makeup, full clown makeup, and somebody is fitting them with a very colorful rainbow afro. Says Michigan's hobbled. Probably just need to beat FSU or LSU to make a Final Four. Gonzaga mm-hmm. hasn't even played anybody since December. Dot dot dot. And yep. then the yep. final picture is a fully decked out clown, red nose, clown makeup, colorful afro, and it says Mick Cronin outcoaches Tom Izzo in the play-in. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. oh, that's an underwhelming <laughs> finale to that <laughs> verbal meme right there. Um, no, that that hits it pretty much right on the head. Like this is, there, there's two things. There's like two feelings that I'm equating to each other right now. It's like whenever you buy a lottery ticket, and like for the next three minutes in the car, you're thinking of like how yes. you're going to be spending that millions, yes. who you're going to tell to screw off immediately, what your first few purchases are going to be, how much money goes to what family member. Like 
that's usually the first five minutes after the bracket comes out and you're staring at it. It's like, okay, uh, UCLA, yeah, yeah they What's haven't been relevant path? in two decades. Like, yeah, BYU, yeah, they played Gonzaga tight, but they had an odd shooting uh, first half. Like, yeah, Alabama, they can take a dive against Maryland. We're due to beat Maryland. We'll beat them in the Sweet 16. Okay, well, Michigan, yeah, they'll get banged up by St. Bonaventure. Yeah, it, it's the whole thing. Like, you just play these scenarios through your head so rapidly. It's when you buy a lottery ticket and when you look at the bracket for the first time yep. uh, every March. So, well, like... And what I'll tell you what doesn't help this thinking either is that, yeah, Michigan State, in case anyone missed it, beat three top five teams to yeah. close out the season. Like, I was listening to uh, Sports Talk Radio over here on Metro Detroit, the Mike Valeni show. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. But there was one thing that he said that I didn't agree with at all. He was like, yeah, Michigan State, they made the tournament, but they have no upside. No, like all they've shown is upside in the last three <laughs> weeks. Like they, they've, got, they've shown, they, they've shown that they can get stomped by double digits. They've shown that they could score less than forty points against Rutgers this season. They've also shown that they could kick the living daylights out of Illinois when healthy. Like this wasn't banged up Iudasunu Illinois, except for the last few minutes. Uh, this was legitimate Illinois. They could beat a Michigan team that still had a lot of their players, minus Eli Brooks, still logging 35 minutes a game out there, all their starters were. And Ohio State, like, so, Will, have I convinced myself that Michigan State can reach a Final Four? <laughs> does, does, Tom Iz, does Tom Izzo make the tournament every March? Of course I have convinced myself of this, man. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I say it, like, half-jokingly, that they're either going to bomb out in the first four, or they are barnstorming the Final Four, and, like... <laughs> It started off as a joke, and as the days have gone on ever since I typed that out, like, now I'm, I'm starting to get fully convinced that's the way it's going to be here. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it just depends what team is going to show up. Will we get 19-point Malik Hall out of nowhere? Will we get downfield aggressive Rocket Watts? Like, will Lankford be able to hang on for this many games in a row? Like, ah, <laughs> will Gabe Brown not disappear for one of these games? Like, oh, the, the possibilities are, are plentiful, Will. I've, I've rambled long enough, but long story short, oh yeah, this team's going to Indianapolis, baby. Let's go. This team is probably the widest variance combination of high ceiling and low floor of any Michigan State team we've ever seen. Oh, uh, I think it's impossible to beat at this right? point. I, I yeah. don't think because the f- part, mostly because the floor is so damn low, but the ceiling is somehow pretty high, like three times a year. Nationally elite, right. <laughs> like when they beat Michigan, they had by like the advanced numbers and all that, the very best performance in college basketball of that game. Like uh, yeah. adjusted for opponent tempo, all that stuff. Like they were the best team in the country on that day. They were the fourth best team in the country against Illinois and had the number one offensive performance in the country when they beat Illinois. And they've also been at times one of the worst teams in the entire country. Sometimes within a few weeks of each other, it is. Yeah. I, I, I when you get to March and you're like filling out a bracket and trying to figure out what you want to do, I try to tend to lean on consistency. And that's why, you know, like the the MSU team of two years ago, it's like, you know, they kind of were the same thing every single game. Yeah, they, they were a slow starting group, but mm-hmm. they rallied always. You could always count on it. Like it was like clockwork. We kind of knew how every game was going to play out to some extent. With this Michigan State team, it's a mystery, and I don't like to put my faith in teams that are, like, incredibly high variance. Um, so I'm not at all hopeful that they can make a run, 
But Matt, if they just beat B or if they just beat UCLA, yeah. they could yeah. they could beat BYU. Yeah, they of course. And like next segment, we have a bunch of stats from previous first four teams that uh yeah, are definitely yeah. gonna grease the gears uh, on that thinking as well. Yeah. Oh, we know it's, what we're doing here. We are putting on clown makeup and getting ready to get absolutely let down as they lose 48-63 to uh, against UCLA and Mackey uh, at a game that will be 7 p.m. for UCLA's body clocks, Will. Can't yes. wait. Can't wait. Um, it's going to be awesome when they get out to an 11-2 lead against UCLA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, oh, God. look great. Yeah. Under 16. Timeout. Up 11-2. Look, these are the Spartans that we saw against mm-hmm. Michigan. Whoever is calling the game. That's right. And then they're going to be down four at halftime, and they're going to lose 53-42. to 42. Uh, Hook it right into me. Oh, I can't wait. It is just... That's, soaking myself in beer with every single turnover they have. Oh, I, I love the 10 o'clock tip. We'll get to that later. Though. Oh. That's actually one of my takes oh. that I have coming down the pipeline. Did you happen to see... I tweeted this out, a stat that I, I came up with. Maybe. All of the members of the Michigan State basketball program. Can you name who mm-hmm. who who in the Michigan State basketball program has won a basketball game as a player at Mackey Arena? Can you name all of them? Yeah, there's some super seniors. All right, it's uh with Dane Fife, um, mm-hmm. Dwayne Stevens, and uh, mm-hmm. God, I forgot the third guy. I'm sorry, Dave Thomas. Got it. Perfect. Yeah. That's yep. <laughs> awesome. They, they played recently, right? That's good. Yeah. Dave Thomas is the director of basketball operations. He was. 96 through I think 2000 something like that or I think he had an injury year in the middle and then 2001 so he was part of the national championship team yeah Dave Thomas won at Mackey Dane Fife at Indiana won at Mackey and Dwayne Stevens as a member of some pretty good teams at Michigan State um, late 80s early 90s also won at Mackey Arena that's it Matt and I can't decide if like I'm going to be fine going into the game at Mackey because it's like, oh hey, this is a you know a venue they've played in before, albeit once a year. Uh, also, the side I'm more leaning towards is there's some really bad voodoo magic going on at Mackey mm-hmm. whenever MSU rolls mm-hmm. in there, and there's a reason mm-hmm. we haven't won there since 2014. And I'm just gonna assume uh, it's with a higher deity now. It's it's with the basketball gods as to why we haven't won there. Not nothing else. No, yeah, that's that's all I got. It would be. It would be incredibly impressive if Purdue students bought all the tickets to this game. Oh, God. And just re- tried to, re- it's not going to be full, but just tried to recreate the environment as best as they could. It doesn't have to be full there, man. Like, that arena is so small. Yeah. The noise yeah. funnels down so good that, like, it just has to be 20% full to have it be a, yeah. a crazy environment. Not looking forward to that. All right, let's pause here for a sec. We'll come back and we will start Take Tuesday. Ooh. But first, a word from rockauto.com. Remix. Sorry, I don't. I, I, that one got away from me. That's I'm okay. Sorry. No, it's yeah, okay. No, well, whatever good. you're that feeling, man. RockAuto.com yeah, okay. is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? Gas pedals. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, Matt best yeah. of all mm. prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts uh, you would if you were the same person that thought that msu can win the <laughs> national championship this year here 
here. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by Home Field Apparel. God, the newest shirt that they have. Oh, yeah. Complete, complete flames, Will. Yes. Flames. They, Homefield has a new design. Uh, you can check it out, homefieldapparel.com. I tweeted it out. You tweeted it out. Uh, it is an exclusive that they've got. An exclusive. The only place you can get this shirt right now is Homefield Apparel. It's an old Sparty logo. Um, it's absolutely, or old Gruff Sparty logo. It's absolutely fantastic. But Homefield makes incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. They print vintage marks like the new shirt, the Gruff Sparty. Uh, by digging through old programs, yearbooks, they just happen to find this this uh, new latest design, latest logo, and, and they put them on shirts, and it's really cool, unique, thoughtful collegiate apparel. They have their Michigan State line, which came out back in August. It's all awesome stuff, and they make stuff for, for schools of all sizes, not just big schools. They've got Central Michigan, Eastern, Western, Northern, Grand Valley, Ferris State, Wayne State, UDM, and Hope. Fire up, Dodge. So go to homefieldapparel.com right now, and you can get 20% off your first purchase of Homefield Apparel gear by using the promo code ONSPARTANS, one word, ONSPARTANS, and you're going to get 20% off your first purchase at homefieldapparel.com. Betting on the Michigan State Spartans doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast, which is brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. Okay, it is time for Take Tuesday. Hook it into me, Will. Uh, all right, you know what? This is going to take some table setting to do for this first one, but there's also some stats they always, about it. It's always table setting with you. Well, I just want to warn everyone else in case you thought for some reason I wasn't going to do it this time. Uh, so I did go back. Uh, the last nine tournaments, because that has how long the first four has been around for. Okay. And went back and checked out how all the first four teams have done well, nine years of the first four, eight of those years, at least one of the first four teams advanced to the second round. Now, of mm-hmm. course, by that, like, yeah, you got the two 16-seed games, the two 11-seed games. They used to be, like, one 13-seed and one 11-seed game. Regardless, this all has to do with, like, the 11-seed game, obviously. So, yes. Uh, eight yeah, years. the 16s, we know the mm-hmm. 16s aren't advancing, and UMBC was not a play-in game. Correct. And so, of those nine years, eight made the second round Four years of those nine years of the f- of the first four, a team from the first four has reached the Sweet 16. And, of course, mm-hmm. one of those teams being an inaugural first four team in VCU in 2011. Yes, it's going to be three games in six days for Michigan State in the opening weekend should they make the Sweet 16. Yes, they've played a lot of games in a lot of days earlier this season. Um, but you know what? I think the, the break has maybe helped the legs here. Losing early in the Big Ten tournament certainly helps as well. Um, and also, let's be honest here, if you're not beating 11-seed UCLA, you're probably not going to make it far in the tournament anyway. So I know it's an extra game. I know people are like, oh, this is such a bummer. The first four, it's one more game they have to win. So I guess my take here is like, well, I, simply put, I, I don't think the first four game is all that bad to be in. I would certainly rather take the 11-seed first four game rather than be, oh, I don't know, 10-seed Maryland having to play potentially Bama in the second round. Uh, I, I would not like that. So, yeah, it goes back to earlier conversations. You'll lose to get the 11 seed, get out of the 10 seed line. 
Well, after after looking at all the seedings and whatnot, I kind of want to double down there. First four, ain't that bad. Ain't that bad. Am I just delusional and a green Kool-Aid drinker, or is there something to that, Will? If you can get past the first game, because you're playing, in theory, as an 11-seed first four team, you're, in, in theory, playing a team that is quite similar to you. Generally, mm-hmm. a Power 5 team that underachieves a little bit, or a mid-major that is like a pretty damn solid mid-major but couldn't quite win their conference tournament, couldn't quite do enough, maybe didn't play a tough enough schedule or, or just came a win or two short from making it as an auto bid. So it's like either it's a really solid mid-major team or a Power 5 team with some upside that didn't have a great season. So if you can get past that game, because that's not an easy game, you know, that's like a fair opponent. Mm-hmm. If you can get past that game, like, yeah, the 11 line isn't a terrible place to be because six seeds, we've talked about this, six seeds, seven seeds, eight seeds, nine seeds, God, even 10. Like, what's the difference? None of the best teams in the country ever fall below a five seed. Like, ever. This year, Oklahoma State got a really tough seeding. They kind of got screwed. They're a four. Like, Mm -hmm. that's... That's a team that could be a two, probably a three, but definitely could be a two that slipped to a four. Like that's as far as top teams generally fall is a four seed. So, you know, sometimes you'll get some good fives, but Matt, like the 12 five upset thing where there's one that happens every year and a lot of times there's two, like that's not just because of luck or coincidence it's because at the five line you kind of start getting to teams that are like okay these are pretty flawed teams yeah they can be good on on a certain night but they're still pretty flawed they're like fringe top 25 teams and those teams are beatable and that's what you get at the five line six line seven line eight line nine line like those teams are all kind of grouped in together and they're i don't know they're they're good but not great and they definitely can be beat so if you can Get past that first four game. You've got a winnable. You're going to be an underdog, a few-point underdog against BYU if you're Michigan State. Generally an 11 seed, going to be a few-point underdog against a six. Winnable game there. And then to get to this week 16, you have a three seed. I think there's a big difference between a, a, a one seed, a two seed, and a three seed. Mm-hmm. This year, Matt, there's there's one uh, seemingly special team. I think Gonzaga has kind of separated themselves a little bit. But... Baylor's really great. Michigan, when they were healthy, was really great. Illinois has been amazing. The two teams, the two seed teams are all pretty, like Alabama is scary. Ohio State, we know they can be amazing. But like Arkansas is a three, right? Or Texas is a three. They're good. Yes, yep, they're. They're good, but like they're not to the level where you're like, all right, we have to play an A-plus game to beat this team. Like you, you can beat that team. Like if Michigan state played Texas, it'd be like a seven, eight point spread probably. Yeah. That's, that's not great, but it's certainly better than if they Co- played Alabama. And they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think the 11 line actually is kind of like a, a randomly decent path. And yeah, first four team, if you can get through that first four game, you got a shot reasonable shot at your next two to get to the sweet 16 so it's not a bad place to be i'd i'd, I'd so much rather be there than the eight nine line 
Oh, a thousand percent. Like, Listen, the, if you yeah. ask Greg Gard and Tom Izzo, hey, uh, would you guys swap seeds right now? Hell no. No. Even if no. you got to play the extra game against UCLA. No. Like, Wisconsin, if they get past North Carolina... It's done. You get to get slaughtered by Baylor. Uh, they're in done. This round. Congratulations. Yes, yeah. <laughs> their 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 season is over in like five days. They did not get enough crap for this season. Like, Wisconsin no. got off way too easily. They, they escaped they way, way, way too much slander that they 100 percent deserve. We'll, we'll get to them later when they bow out in the first uh, yeah. round. Yeah. Win the freaking league and bring every single player back, and then you're that's unbelievable. That is despicable. Terrible. Like, disgusting. Oh, how, how is he not part of a Big Ten firing Monday? Oh. oh, my goodness. Anyway, next take. Next take. I'll keep this one short. <laughs> uh, I know that was a longer one. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, Will, just like I said in the first segment, uh, the 10 p.m. tip-off on Thursday night, I absolutely, positively love it. Fake. It's great. Just fake. chilling Terrible. out. Terrible. Late the night. I'm a night owl guy. Not uh, a take. If you can't so tell already. So and I know that we got to record after it'll probably be like twelve thirty when we start recording. Get the thing published at like one or one fifteen. Like I, I just think it's awesome, especially like if you're on the Twitter.com. It's almost like a giant watching party. Like drinks are flowing. There's banter everywhere. Like I, I just love Spartans after dark basketball, baby. I'll take it over definitely. Uh, like what was it two years ago against Bradley when they're playing at like two p.m. on a workday? It's like oh no, I gotta like multitask and act like I'm working, give this whole charade. Like Mm-mm, don't gotta do that at ten p.m. Um, yeah, well, I love the ten p.m. tip off, so that's my take, and it's indisputable. So that's it's a fake. It's fake. It's a fake take. It's not a yeah. take. No, I, I understand, Matt. That. Matt, we have children. Oh shoot, you're right. Yeah, I do. They are less than a year old. Oh crap, he is, isn't he? Yeah. They they get up really early in the morning. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Hmm. <sighs> Should probably go water him or something. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Well, a year ago, two years ago, <laughs> back to college. Yeah, hundred percent, all in. Give me all the ten o'clock starts. Not yeah. anymore. No, not, stage behind you. All right, not anymore. Although, fortunately, my wife is off on Friday. <laughs> Hey, now that's clutch. So that's I was time. like, "Hey, uh, Friday morning is gonna be your morning." <laughs> yeah, good call. Good but I'm call. still still not looking forward to it. I'm gonna be one sleepy boy in the <laughs> podcast game. All right, we'll finish off the show with more Take Tuesday in just a second. But first, a word from Bet Online. Dot A G. Come on and bet some money. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds, and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. One word locked on. And you're gonna get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, build those bars, guys. You you all know about Built Bar. We've been telling you about them. The best tasting protein bar on the market. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. And did we mention great tasting, Matt? It goes so hard, man. These things are better than candy bars. I swear, so good, so good. We've been telling you about them. You know, but. Today is not for that. Today, it's about which Built Bar is the best. Yes, we're talking about Built Bar Madness, Matt. Woo! That's right, buddy. 
We are in the sweetest 16. That's what they're calling it, the sweetest 16. Makes sense. We got a big matchup today, Matt. How big? It's a biggie. It's a biggie. Okay. We've got got coconut and white chocolate birthday cake. Oh, man. And we've got toffee almond and mint brownie. God, toffee almond, my personal one overall seed baby. Let's go. Team toffee almond. Old man flavor, but it slaps. Uh, give me coconut for the other one, by the way. Coconut. coconut. Wow. I'm going white coconut. chocolate birthday cake yeah. there. Coconut's yeah. fine. White chocolate yeah. birthday white chocolate birthday cake slaps. It, it it just agrees with my taste buds. And uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go toffee almond too. It's it's closer than yours. Mint brownie's a quality flavor. But uh yeah, toffee almond is gonna edge it out for me. Yeah, I think I think Mint Brownie will end up winning, but yeah, I just oh God, I love the toffee almond. <laughs> if you want to vote, you can go to builtbar.com right now to vote or built underscore bar on Twitter. And re- remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order while you're at builtbar.com. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. And of course, check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar there's simply no better place to get all the news in the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten, Ben Stevens, and the Lockdown Big Ten Podcast. Whether it's football, basketball, baseball, if it's happening in the Big Ten, Ben's got you covered with an in-depth look at the conference every Monday through Friday. Follow the Lockdown Big Ten Podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast. Real quick before we continue Take Tuesday, Matt. Yes, go on. We have a bracket challenge. Yeah, we sure do. That's right. That thing is getting filled up pretty fast. I love it. We do. I haven't checked, but it was over 150 last time I had checked. Well, it'll, so it'll be 151 because I actually haven't done mine yet. So oh, <laughs> I gotta okay. get on that. Locked on Spartans group is where you want to go for the ESPN bracket challenge. You can go to ESPN.com, go to the bracket challenge, search Locked on Spartans group right now. Here's where the prizes are. First place gets a hundred dollar home field gift card and a one year subscription to the newsletter SpartansWill.substack.com. Second place gets a $50 home field gift card and a one-year sub to the newsletter. Third place, $30 home field gift card or a one-year sub winner gets to choose that. And Matt, we've got some special prizes for, from you. Yes. And we've got another $30 home field gift card. The first $30 home field gift card is uh, from Odell Bretham. Oh, what a guy. What a gentleman. He, he cashed a big bet this last weekend. Let's say he's a Justin Thomas fan. Yeah, no, no doubt big, there. Big Justin Thomas fan, and he decided he's going to throw a $30 gift card to Home Field Apparel in the mix. So that is going to go, Matt, yeah. to 39th place. Okay. okay. Whoever finishes 39th place will get that one. And you say, okay. why 39th? Three and nine, Shardy. Three that's and nine. Right. That's right. Suck it. That's that's right. And oh, your gift, you want to tell the people what you, you what you are throwing in? Yeah, a Cassius Winston autographed rookie card for Ooh. the Washington Wizards. Uh, I've also go. got a signed Burbridge card laying around and a signed Connor Cook card laying around. So it's like a, these are a few of my favorite things. Uh, sort of giveaway here. Uh, should we, we also let's put that up in first place, right? I mean, let's make it part of the jackpot. What, what do you say? No, Matt. That is going to go to ninety seventh place. Is it actually? Yes. Okay. All right. 97th place gets, gets, gets you some signed cards. That is going to 97th place. And you say, hey, why 97th? Well, oh, oh, wait. 
because against Michigan in 2018, the Michigan State University Spartans gained 97 yards. Wait, I, actually, not. To, I, th- I thought it was 94. Oh, is it 94? I think, yeah, and I shouldn't know that number offhand, but I absolutely know that number offhand. Yeah, I okay, think it was 94. Okay, sure. 94th yeah. place then. 94th place, Whatever okay. it is. 94th <laughs> right. place. 94th place. Oh, and I'm, I, I'm not as creative as, as Matt. I'm not doing a my favorite things thing. I think I'm just going to also contribute like a $30 gift card. Maybe we'll throw that in the in the main jackpot for the top three, somewhere in there. Gotcha. Or we might do one more random prize. But those that's what we got right now. First, second, third, get those prizes, and we'll tweet this out. 39th place gets a prize, and 94th place gets a prize <laughs> as well. Are you sure God. it's 94? I'm positive, unfortunately. Yeah, I am. I'm looking it up right now. I feel like it's 97. All right. Hey, I would love to get those extra three yards. Um, <laughs> well, let's go for it. Well, uh, while you look that up, I'm just going to go yeah. ahead and start yeah, yeah, this yeah. take right now. I'm actually going to uh, steal this take from uh, one John Kirby on Twitter. He's a, just a fine gentleman, fine follow mm. on Twitter. And this happened uh, last week, and th- this was after uh, the Illinois fans and the Michigan fans were starting to get upset that their teams couldn't close the door and keep Michigan out of the tournament. So, of course, they had to go to the, oh, Michigan State's just going to get in because of their brand. Not because we just beat their top five team handedly yes. to seal the deal for the tournament, but we'll make up this unicorn that MSU is just getting in because of the brand. John Kirby actually put on his logical hat and said, has anyone really considered that maybe the value in Michigan State's brand in this tournament isn't in some random tense, I'm paraphrasing, isn't in some 10-7 matchup? Maybe... MSU's brand value is to get more eyeballs on the first four, and they will pull Michigan State in there to get the tournament started on a very hot ratings note. Well, Mitch Barnhart was asked about why is Michigan State in the first four, and I'm not going to read the whole quote because the first 75% of it is incoherent drivel. Uh, He sounds (laughs) like he's been drinking for the better part of eight hours and made no sense, so I'll just skip to this part. Two teams that we're thrilled to have in the field, and we thought it'd be a heck of a way to start the tournament off. I say that facetiously. Okay. We're excited to get started. Two great teams and great programs with lots of national championships. Uh, I say that facetiously. You got to cover your ass better than that, man. Like, listen, you said it. Like, it's, it's okay. Just own it. You want people to watch the game. So, yes, is my take that Michigan State's brand is actually the reason they got screwed into the first four? It is, but, like, I'll also, I'll also say this as well. Um, there are some things that doesn't support that, like Louisville just missing the tournament altogether. Yes. Uh, Memphis missing the tournament altogether. Ole Miss missing the tournament. Drake. Ah, hell, Duke. For Drake. Uh, exa- Wichita State versus Drake is the first game there. So yeah. that kind of shoots it down. But, Will, you know me. I... <laughs> I don't like logic. I, I'm, I'm going to take all that and I'm going to brush it right out the door. No, I'm putting my tinfoil hat on. MSU's brand screwed them into the first four for a 10 o'clock tip on TBS Thursday night. Go ahead and just call me dumb. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm in. Take. Nah, there we go. Nice. Let's go. Take. <laughs> let's, let's go. Take. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> The Put the No, 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 Matt. You can't have. It's like the election. They're mm-hmm. like, well, if the Democrats stole the election mm-hmm. for Joe Biden, why didn't they steal it for all the senators and the people running for Congress? Because that would be too obvious, Matt. 
Yeah, that's true. You know what? That's that's a if very good point that you lay out there. If you toss out Drake <laughs> yeah. and Wichita State mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Utah State for <laughs> yeah. Louisville, for Ole Miss, for Duke, people are going to know. Yeah, that's true. you got to throw the scent off. I like that. Yeah. Their sniffers are going to be aroused. Yeah. And you can't oh. have aroused <laughs> <Sure>. sniffers <laughs> sniffing around a scandal like that. So what you do is with you know shove some mid-majors in there, make sure uh, oh everything looks hunky-dory, and then boom, first four, UCLA, Michigan State. God. So many wins over the years and legendary names and coaches and players. Yeah, we're doing it. Big number, big number to kick off. The first four, the final game of the first four, the the first official game, we'll say, of the NCAA tournament. I I almost wish now they just really leaned fully into it and did like Louisville versus MSU and then UCLA versus Duke <laughs> in, in the first four. Just like yeah. make make no mistake about it. Like just be transparent. Like, like we yeah. have lost hundreds of millions last year. We're here to recoup it one game at a time. <laughs> just go for it. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> make it look like a 2012 Final Four. Do it. Yes, exactly. Do it. Oh man. All right. Well, uh, my next take here is that I'm sure you heard the big news out of Bloomington today. Uh, that Al that Al Durham uh, has transferred. That's right. They're six foot four uh, ball yeah. handler guard, thirty eight percent shooter from three the last two years. Starter the last three years. Well, he is transferring from Indiana, and it's already been reported that Michigan State is in on that transfer recruitment right now. And also Tyson Walker from Northeastern, sophomore mm-hmm. point guard, uh, high volume shooter, fifteen shots per game, thirty five percent shooter from three, four point eight assists, and three point three turnovers. He sounds like a very exciting player, needless to say. They mm-hmm. have been in on Tyson Walker as well. So, I don't even know what my take is here. I just wanted to update people on what's going on in the transfer market. Yes, MSU is in the tournament. Yes, they do currently have a team that has all their players intact. But, uh, yeah, they are going to be shopping around here. They are going to expect some attrition. Will be at the point guard spot. If they're reaching out to these guys... I- you can do your own numbers in your own head. That there might be someone walking already. Uh, you got AJ Hogard. You got Rocket Watts. Yeah, I'll let you decide who had the worst season. So uh, I guess my take is here. Will is it fair to start speculating that it could be Rocket out the door to the season here if they're already making these calls to these kind of players? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. That's probably I, the correct I answer, think it's too. Fair to, <laughs> yeah. I think it's fair to speculate on damn near everyone on the roster. And that's what I was going to bring up a few weeks ago and t- until like MSU got white hot and we had other stuff to yeah. talk about, is that there is no player on this team that would shock me for a transfer. I no. first said that and said, like, it, the only person that would shock me is Joey Hauser. He would shock me the most, but like now it, it, like I guess there is a way that he could. I'm not saying they all have the equal chance to transfer. Like, I think uh, Kithier transfer wouldn't surprise me as much as a uh, Sissoko transfer, if you will. You know? But, like, I still think, like, every player on that roster, in one way or another, could be, like, a flight risk to leave this season. I mean, it, I don't know. I, am, am I talking crazy, Will? Check back in a couple weeks. Because like, if they make a run, everyone's staying. <laughs> I know, right, man? I mean, that's that, that's going to be you, quite the dialogue to have. Because some people already have yeah, it. It's like, oh, yeah. we figured it out the center position. It's like, ah, we. I think we keep throwing different band-aids on it, whatever's sticking is sticking, which, like, I don't know how sustainable that is <laughs> do you, going into um, next season. Do you think Tom Izzo would like another chance to recruit Trace Jackson Davis? No, never. No, of course not. God, you know what drove me up an effing wall was just Travion Williams' game against uh, Ohio State. 
And then Dwayne Washington. Yeah, Dwayne Washington is going for a casual, what was it, like 30, 33 700. points? 700. <laughs> right. Oh, man. It's, it's, cool. uh, it's spilled milk. We're not crying over it. That's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow where we will continue talking about this Michigan State basketball team as they get ready for the NCAA tournament. Maybe, maybe we can do a segment on MSU football, recruiting, spring ball. It's getting started in a few days. There we go. Looking forward to that rented rate review subscribe to the podcast you can find locked on spartans wherever you get your podcast matt trivia well i got some trivia that you will not get uh name the 2018 msu athletics hall of fame inductee who became the first from the spartans rowing program to be inducted doing so 20 years after the program's inaugural season in 1997 1998 read those years again 97 to 98 um hmm 2018 MSU Athletics Hall of Fame inductee. 2018. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Are you Googling um, it? How, uh, how Rachel Miller. Wow, he got it, folks. Rachel Miller. <laughs> Good on you, Will. Huge women's rowing fan, Will Hunter. Don't you forget it. All right, guys. Go, Grant.